I had joined one of the best colleges in the subcontinent. This was the only thing I had been dreaming for the last two years. Finally, I was here. I was extremely happy. The college was amazing. I loved every bit of my time there. We were kept well busy. Lots of classes, lots of reference material, lots of assignments to do. However, I was enjoying all this learning. A week passed and I was called to the dean's office. He said, you cannot go to the lab that is your laboratory, for your practicals with this attire. You have to wear the lab dress, a short half-sleeve shirt and pants. You cannot wear your headscarf either, because in the lab, while working with the equipment, your dress may entangle or catch fire, and your dress code is not congenial to the lab environment. I was shocked. The first thought that came to my mind was, I can't give up my hijab. The next came the question, can I give up my dreams? Are my dreams over? I'm not the girl who gives up easily. I decided to stand up to it. I went to the principal's office and explained my situation to him. I told him, I cannot take off my hijab and I can't wear the lab dress either. However, what I can do is I can wear a lab coat over my regular dress along with my headscarf. He said, no, we cannot change our rules for one student. This has been the rule for years now. And if you want to study here, you will have to follow the rule just like everybody else. I thought to myself, this is not happening. This is not real. I have sacrificed a lot to get here. I have struggled a lot and I have been through a lot to be here. I cannot let this get in my way. The, the principal was adamant. I was stuck between the rock and a hard place. Either I pick my dreams or I pick my hijab. If I pick my hijab, I would lose my seat in this prestigious college and would have to settle for an average college. However, if I pick my dreams, I would have to leave my hijab. Which one do I pick? Which one is the right one? I did not give up. I kept insisting that I cannot give up my hijab. There has to be a solution, an alternative for it. Finally, he said, go and speak to your HOD, head of the department. If he permits you, I have no problem. Alhamdulillah, I was glad that I had some success. If the principal has no problem, then the HOD would easily agree to it. All my friends and seniors knew about the situation and they were waiting to know what did the principal say. I came back to my hostel and spoke to my seniors, told them what the principal said. They said, what? Your HOD, Mr. Joshi? Impossible. He's the Hitler of the college and no student has ever dared to go and speak to him. He will reject your request straight away. It's not even worth trying. The principal did not want to deal with you anymore, hence he sent you to Mr. Joshi. Because he knows Mr. Joshi will never allow you and no one can argue with him. So forget about it. My heart sunk. I was very sad, but I did not lose hope. I prayed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help. Told him, I want to uphold your laws. Please help me protect my hijab. The next morning, I went to my HOD, Mr. Joshi's room. I still remember it. It was the scariest moment for me. Not that I was scared of Mr. Joshi, but I was scared, what if he rejects my request? I knocked on the door. With, a stick, with his strict and stern voice, he said, Come in. 
I entered the room. He did not even look at me. He was reading something. While his head still in the papers, he said, What do you want? It was a very intense moment. I started stuttering and my voice shaking. I said, I am a Muslim and my religion does not allow me to wear a lab dress. I cannot give up my hijab. I need your permission to wear my hijab in the lab. As I said this, he looked at me and asked me, Are you a Shia? I was surprised, since no one knew I was Shia. I said, yes. He said, permission granted. And he signed the request that I had brought with me. It said, I have permission to wear my hijab in the lab and I do not have to wear a lab dress. Instead, I can just wear a lab coat. I was in tears. I was happy, surprised and shocked. He then looked up at me and asked me to sit. He continued, don't be surprised. I know everything about Shias and I respect them for their values. Do you want to know how I know about them? When I was a young boy, around 12 years, Hindu-Muslim riots broke off in the subcontinent. Hindus were killing Muslims and Muslims were killing Hindus. We used to live in a Muslim area and our parents were scared that Muslims would come and kill us. The situation was extremely volatile. My parents decided to evacuate the place. However, they had a challenge. They cannot escape with both the children. It would slow them down and risk everyone's life. Our neighbors promised my parents that they'll keep me safe with them till the situation becomes better. And my parents had no other option but to leave me with them and to go to another town. They were Shias. I stayed with them for more than a month and they took care of me like their own child. I saw them praying, reciting Quran and abiding by the laws of Islam. Also, just because I was a vegetarian, they did not cook non-vegetarian food till I was there, keeping in mind that I would feel uncomfortable. I still consider that lady as my mother. I know Shias very well. From now on, anyone says anything to you about your hijab, just tell them, I permitted you and you will have no problem. Indeed, after that day, in my four years of college life, no one ever said a word about my hijab. I not only had permission to wear my hijab comfortably, but now I had someone to protect it. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. This was just one instance where I steadfast on the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and He subhanahu wa ta'ala helped me as promised. As for those who strive in us, we shall surely guide them in our ways and Allah is indeed with the virtues. Holy Quran, chapter 29, verse 69. Is it not the grand plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that a Shia family helped a 12-year-old kid who grew up to become the HOD of a department who in turn protects the hijab of a Muslim girl? Truly, as informed by Ahlul Bayt alayhi salam, have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the best planner. One just has to remain steadfast on the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and help comes from ghaib. I must share this as well, that my hijab was my armor, my shield. Rather, it was an army in itself. There were unlimited instances where girls from my hostel would wait outside the hostel for me so that they can go with me to the canteen for lunch. The canteen was a little away from our hostel and on our way to the canteen there would be a gr there would be group of guys sitting and waiting to harass the girls. They would pass inappropriate comments on the girls. However, every time I passed from there, the guys would put down their heads and not even look at me. So the girls would wait outside the hostel for me so that they can come along with me and say the harassment. Truly, some people underestimate the power of hijab. 
Hijab is not just protection or a shield, it's an army by itself. Cherish its value. Inshallah, rest of the content will be in the next chapter. Until then, Altamasidua, Khuda Hafiz.